let me say that the political if you like the political big This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy AC. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Hey, Dennis. I'm really good, thank you. My friend, Lex, how are you? I'm all good, my guy. Here. Another day. Uh, another, another episode, episode 21. Want to thank everyone for listening to our twentieth episode. Thank you to everyone that's been on this journey with us from the beginning. We greatly appreciate it. You know, it's one of them things like you get deterred because everyone's like, "Oh, everyone's doing a podcast," and people are like, "Oh, why are we? Why are you going to do a podcast?" But you know, you do it, and you just you know, it's like you just throw your bait out there and see who catches on. You know, exactly. And we've had a lot of catches. You know, all of you that are catches, and um, we really appreciate that, honestly. Like if if honestly if like we're only getting one listener a week, we'll still be doing this. But the response has been so immense that it's like, bro. Just thank you, thanks, and I give thanks to the new listeners as well that have really just like increased our listener base and um, given really great feedback and even volunteered to you know come and show some of the some of these um, people and it's been you know it's been great. So you know really thankful for that and. Um, I just hope that we, you know, we continue to grow as we have been and we continue to be able to serve the people who are listening to us and who will listen to us in the future as that's what we aim to do, you know. Um, for the new listeners, just give a bit of background to behind how we kind of kicked off, you know. Our, we, uh, the inception of this podcast, as a, we were quite a few, unfortunately, like kind of political kind of movements was through, due to tragedy, you know. But she suffered the loss of, you know, multiple people and then um, multiple people, mutual people, uh, actually causing causing that. And we just want to be able to open lines of communication that can hopefully be a prevention, so we are no longer in need of quick fix cures, because we all deserve a chance. All of our youngest deserve a chance. My children deserve a chance. Not that I've got any at the moment, but you know, look, they're on the way, and my brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews so forth and so forth and as the yours so we want to just continue to spread black boy joy black joy black girl magic and all forms of love and support because that's what we are that's what our culture has always been and stood for and what it always will continue to stand for you know so just say once again thank you and yeah uh we also want to send our prayers to our brother Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake is uh, another unarmed black man that was shot in the back seven times by the police in America. Um, thankfully, our brother Jacob Blake is still alive. Apparently, he's Amen. in a stable. He's in a stable condition. Um, it's actually quite rare. I don't know how many humans, men, how, how many <laughs> humans that we, you know, that are part of this movement who are getting shot down by the police are actually surviving. Mm-hmm. And to get shot down seven times by the police. Point blank. Point blank. I mean, there's not... kids in the car as well. And he's, I can't, you know, I can't wait to hear his testimony after this. So, um, yeah, we're just sending our prayers to our brother Jacob. You know, 
you know, just as a human being, it's just quite disappointing. It's really traumatic to think about, to visualize. And, you know, unfortunately, I've, I've watched the video. I'll say unfortunately because this shouldn't exist. There shouldn't be a chance for this kind of video to be captured. And I've seen the video and I can definitely say it once again reinstates a lot of trauma. You know, I can feel like visualize myself being a parent aiming to secure their kids and head into the car and then being shot in the back seven times. I could never even imagine seeing such a thing happen to one of my parents, even at this age. And unfortunately, children are in a much more infant age and the infant phase in their lives have now got to live with the scar of seeing their provider, their supporter, a person that they've loved all of their life since they've always existed, be brutally shot in the back by people who have been described as protecting and serving the state and the citizens. So these people have been described as heroes. Yeah, as a child now, you have to question the whole concept now because your true hero in front of you has been gunned down by people who are supposed to be on the same side as this hero. Now pose the visuals of villains. How do they expect those kids to grow up now and yeah, believe that's, that's in, a, trauma, in huh? this kind of system that, that directly does, does such a thing? To, to, to another human being and and yet again it's a black man another black man bro another black man we've had the conversation what two months ago i think we spoke about this last week bro we spoke about george floyd you know there's there, there's a whole list of names we can go through it's not going to end in an election year as well and this is what i was thinking about which is really interesting it's an election year in America this year, yeah? Trump is up for election. What are our African-American brothers and sisters voting for? So, the Democrats have this Biden, and they've uh, now have formally announced Kamala Harris uh, as a VP, as a... As a um, yeah, the VP elect, whatever they call it. Kamala Harris is a half black Jamaican, half uh, Indian woman. She's, I think she identifies as black, although I've, I've seen previous statements that she, apparently she identified as Indian prior. This is obviously a political game, if we're being honest. You know, firstly, I understand the historical context of Kamala Harris being announced as um, uh, a, pres- a, a vice presidential nominee. It's, of course, it's historic. She's the first black woman i don't think she's the first woman i think uh sarah palin was the first woman i think or that might be wrong but i remember sarah palin a few years ago i think she was under mick romney was it mick romney there's another white guy i can't remember but another white guy um so i understand the significance of that but and also i understand the significance of identity politics in america as well where you will vote for someone because they're black i get that the way the whole country set up, the history of the country is built for that to happen. If you've been in a country where your ancestors have been oppressed for 400 years, 
you're not going to trust every white guy that's said, oh, I'm going to change it for you. You're probably not. So you're thinking, you know, if a, if a black brother or sister is going to go up for election, you're thinking this might be different because that person might have some sort of similar uh, upbringing or so, some sort so, so similar social um, engineering that I did. However, obviously, we know Kamala Harris is a bit uh, controversial because she was, I think, a former prosecutor. She put, she threw hella niggas in jail for very, very weak charges, like marijuana charges and shit. So she upheld the, the system. The system. So she, she wasn't someone that was there to change the system. You know how you get, you know, black and brown people sometimes joining these racist systems, mm-hmm. such as the police and stuff, they're like, oh no, I'm joining to change it. Mm-hmm. And then they get further down the line and realise they can't change it. Mm-hmm. But then it's too late because they're in the system now. So it's like, oh, fuck it. If you can't beat them, join them kind of like. Mm-hmm. And that's what it kind of felt like or feels like with this Kamala Harris one. But don't get me, don't get me wrong. You know, it's like... Trade-offs. It's there. It's like a trade-off. Is do you keep uh, openly racist, uh, alt-right supporting alt-right connected president in office or do you offer someone or do you go for what Martin Luther King described as the moderate white the, mod- the moderate the moderate white who's happier to, to to go through who's happier to live in a world of injustice as long as there's no turmoil to his or her life mm-hmm. or do you go f- to, or do you go for someone that's actively like you know what I don't, I don't like we don't I don't care about what's going on now. We're just we're out here and it we're, we're, we're this is what we're doing. We don't care about black lives matter, we don't care and he's saying it, he's openly saying it, so you at least know where you stand with this person. Whereas you're getting a person now, Joe Biden for example, the the what's it, the crime bill act or something that he put through in the nineties that put hell of the brothers in prison for again lesser charges, um, deemed them as super predators. For things like marijuana charges, etc., etc., making crack cocaine, uh, making the sentence for have the possession of crack cocaine higher than having regular cocaine. Mm-hmm. Both cocaine, but one's more hood cocaine and the other's more classy cocaine. So you don't go to prison for long, or you don't go to prison at all. Really, you just get a slap on the wrist. So that like, is a mind fuck for them. It's a real mind fuck. Like we don't have that sort of situation. I don't think in this country in the way that we're like, oh, who's for us? Who's for us? We know now, anyway, the Labour government that we have in power now, or the power, the Labour, the Labour government we have, Labour Party we have now under uh, Sir Keir Starmer is a Tory-like government. We know that. It's almost kind of, they're almost harking back to Blairite sort of politics. I only think in our lifetime, the closest we've had to a real socialist or so a real change in terms of like, you know, creeping further to the left, was Jeremy Corbyn, and I've said it on several podcasts before, we fumbled that back. And mm-hmm. I say we, even, even though it wasn't us personally, but we as, as a collective, uh, as a collective I, I kind of think it is uh, like we're all part of the team. Yeah. It's like Mbappe, Mbappe never fumbled a bag himself yesterday, it was the whole team, but project, he's still part of the team. But it's project and I see, now. I see part, of, I see that, and I definitely adhere to that as well. It's all, it kind of always has been him when you look at his record. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> However, you know, back to the point you're making about the current political situation and the current political climate in the USA at the moment. You know, choosing between the lesser evils and um, Camilla Harris, Joe Biden and and Donald Trump. It's quite interesting because what you do see here is the kind of an alt-right group in the Donald Trump faction versus an establishment group. 
in the Joe Biden and Kimberly Harris function um, 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 fraction. Apologies. So let me break that down. You've got Donny on his side, where he is simply, you know, more of a, you know, kind of white life is right. We kind of, this is what we have to go back to. We have to make America great again, as in when we first established this whole law, how the status was, when we were in control, things were going well. That's kind of like the kind of general message that he's preaching and he's kind of preaching at the expense of the lives of other any other race that isn't the race that he subscribes to. Then you've got on the other side and a group with Joe Biden and Kim and Harris who in a way do not see colour but see the establishment and the status quo. The kind of upholding of middle class white life in America as in white lifestyle and what they've already built for themselves while in a way appearing liberal but still very traditional in the fact that they want to keep up um, perpetuate capitalism. They really care about money and the stability of money in that party. So that's where you see the history of Camilla and Joe residing on locking away a lot of black people and brothers due to the crime, the kind of um, justice system which they upheld. And, you know, that was obviously during a time in America where they were realizing that they need an industrial, um, they need an industrial sector that is fueled by free labor. So in order for them to get that free labor, there were certain acts and policies that also, also passed during these times of the super predator, during the times that people are getting locked up for marijuana charges. So the product, the, the, that what they were taking advantage of was the the original policy of the 13th Amendment, which gave the government, the United States government, the freedom to create, create, I say create because of what has come next after the 13th Amendment, create slaves. So when somebody is a prisoner of the state, they lose their, um, what they call liberty. So they just essentially mean when you get a criminal record and you're under, you know, the, in the prison system, you, you like, yeah, literally lose your freedom. And it's not freedom to walk around or be in other social spaces or mix with people. It's literally freedom to be autonomous. So in the prison cells, they have to work and they work in factory systems. And then the companies they work, they worked for historically. I mean, I say historically, but this is in the early 2000s. 1990, 1980, 1970, 1960, so it's not so long ago in the grand scheme of things. However, these companies are, you know, your Nikes, your L'Oreal, your Gucci, your D&G, they all, they all were people that were, that were and currently still are benefiting from this overall establishment system, which Joe Biden and Camilla, what is it, Camilla Harris? Camilla Harris. Camilla Harris. Advocate <clears throat> for and champion for. So, you know, that's what, the American, that's what the American kind of situation is on the ground right now. And in the midst of all of this, you know, black lives literally don't matter because, you know, each party don't, does not champion the life of black people directly. And in fact, are both willing to make policies which place black lives in vulnerable positions, positions due to the social conditions placed on black people 
in America having been liberated slaves. So that's a really important thing to understand that black American culture is really coming, is, has really started from the lowest of the lowest of points. Like a whole culture of people were enslaved and freed. So, you know, they're starting from the bottom, literally, which not a lot of people actually have to do. A lot of people migrated due to other reasons, but mm -hmm. not due to forced slavery. And that this and is where this is where it's very important to understand this. This is forced immigration due to forced slavery. So people lost their freedom in their own domestic lands and were dragged across hours of sea to get to conditions that hours, were hours, days, bro. You know, months. days, months, years of sea to get to a land where they would be enslaved again. And only after hundreds, thousands of years of struggle, you know, I say thousands because of where, where it's, actually, its origins lie in, yeah, they have managed to get some liberties back. I say some because, it, of course, the American people, black Americans, are not truly free to participate in all forms of life in America, as in it's only been recently that they've been allowed to, you know, become board members, they've only recently allowed to become higher positions in um, politics. You know, Obama was the first black president and then... Um, like ever in America, and that's in my lifetime, America's existed for quite a long time, so it's very recent that black people have actually got more liberties in America. So, you know, this system that seems like it's not going to die in America of making money at the expense or improving the lives of particular groups at the expense of the black group must, must stop from the very core. It must be put into the political top. Because look at this, shot seven times in the back because he stopped an argument between two queens. He didn't want to see his queens fighting on the street. So he felt like he needs to support and add to the community and stop an argument. I mean, I've seen videos of lots of white, countless white teenagers wielding semi-automatic guns, having killed hundreds of students. I've seen videos of, of the police bringing them in, even though they have loaded ammunition on them, Stupid. and they've used it to kill people. They've killed people. These lot are killing people that have done absolutely nothing, yet people that murder and terrorize and rip. Speak on it. Nations and hearts apart are being taken with dignity and self-respect and, you know, this is what it is, like, and that is what the reality is, which is why this movement must always be at the forefront of your mm -hmm. minds and hearts if you are a person in today's world. And it's kind of uncompromisable at this point. Mm -hmm. At this point, if you believe that this can be compromised, you are 100% in opposition. Mm -hmm. At this point, if you believe that the Black Lives Matter movement should be criticised, you are an opposition. At this point, if you do not go out of your way to educate yourself on the systemic formation of black condition within the Western world, you are an opposition. Yep. Ignorance is no longer an excuse. Nope. In this information age of internet, YouTube, streaming, sources of information such as this podcast, The News Made Us Do This, if you still 
choose to resist, you are an opposition. And if you don't see yourself as an opposition, you need to take a long, hard look in the mirror and look in your own eyes and recognise you're an opposition. And be cool with that. Be cool with being an opposition because your opponents are ready for you. You know, we've been ready. They just need you to show yourself and we'll show you how ready, just how ready you we are. I mean, Billy still found out. Yo, <laughs> Billy still? He uh, found out he quickly. Found out. It's, it's self-defense. It's self-defense. It's self-defense. It's, it's not violence. It's self-defense. No, you know what? Because those kids could commit suicide after hearing that. People always commit, 100%. a lot of people, they're young people commit 100%. suicide after being told, after being told they're yeah. nothing. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. You're yeah. worthless in yeah. this world. Yeah. You belong in the dirt. Yeah. A lot of people have committed suicide. Yeah. And it's not that they necessarily have weak minds, but you know, you know, yeah, but they, yeah. they didn't have the physical guts to yeah. fight those people that were saying that. Yeah. And and you know, they probably didn't have the physical resource to to win. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's not that they were that they were cowards, it's just that they were actually weaker. Yeah. As in someone that couldn't lift hundred kg in the gym. Yeah. Is weaker than someone that can lift 100 kg in a gym. Yeah. And those guys that saw that Billy Steel could, fortunately, could lift 100 kg in a gym. And Billy Le- Steel's learning is, is he's learned, he's, and I hope he goes back and tell any of his mates that also harbour the same views as him that it's not worth it. Bro, it's just not, it doesn't bring any value. All the time. It just doesn't bring any value to yourself or to society to hold those kind of views. It doesn't bring any value to yourself or to society to hold those kind of views. And to just all those critics that said, oh, violence isn't the answer. Why would you do that? They can go suck their mum because let me tell you why it's a bloody answer. Anytime we've had we've had we've had uh, 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 our ancestors advocate for a non-violent for approach and peaceful ways to dismantle racism and, and, and dismantle active in your face everyday racism. They probably gonna experience it in the workplace and stuff. But just like oh, just you know, stop you know calling us niggas we're walking down the street and stuff. Yeah. And we've come down the road peacefully saying oh, I am a man and stuff. But now we're punching niggas in the face. It's not cool no more. Anytime something happens in another country that isn't related to them, the first thing they respond to it is with violence. All Western nations, America, the biggest bully of them all, always attacks everything with violence. Everything. In terms of the form of imperialism. In, uh, imperialism. Their form of imperialism in, when they, you know, go and send the army over. That's violence. violence. So basically, just to double down and, you know, to support my uh, colleague's point here, violence is the answer once you understand what violence is. Violence is not only something that is done physical. Most violence is actually done through systems. Most violence is actually done through words. Most violence is actually done through laws. Yep. Laws that destroy and rip people's lives. Words that destroy and rip people's lives. Systems that destroy and rip people's lives. There is a reason black fathers are missing in America. And that reason isn't because the black woman cannot hold down the black man. In fact, the black woman is so gorgeous that they were able to manipulate the idea that black men were out here cheating all the time because they must be, because there's so many gorgeous black women, but Mm -hmm. that actually isn't the truth. The truth is black men were often killed, used for jungle fighting, sent to the war to fight for America's war. I'm just talking mainly in America, by the way, because everyone already knows in Britain, and in Africa, that obviously isn't the case. There's just a lot of absent black fathers in America. And that's due to the fact that they were taken to wars, like I just said. They have been imprisoned for minor charges, which is 100% real. 13th Amendment, please look it up if you do not understand what I am saying. They have been persecuted and charged and murdered and lynched, shot by police. 
This is why black fathers are missing from the family. It's not because of adultery. You know, please stop that whole rhetoric. Don't come and see me or any of my peers and say, player this, player that. No, I love my women. You hear me? All, 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 I love all types of women personally. And every woman that I love, I love. I'm not trying to disrespect them. I never do like move forward with it with the aspiration of disrespecting them. I'm open to learning. I've not been always in the best place myself personally, and I've and I've used this time to learn. And by the yes, we struggle, we grow to learn. Please remember, the reason why the black home is broken in America is because the black state in America has been shattered by. The United States. <laughs> yep. You know, so please, 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 this is something you need to really draw down. Amazing. COVID. COVID. Corona. 19. Bro, you know, sometimes I forget that we're living in like the midst of a pandemic. Mm hmm. Global pandemic. Global pandemic. When it's Recklessly and violently claiming many, many lives. Apparently so. Um, I'll be honest with you, bro. I've really like just shut out of all that corona talk now, you know. Um, there's obviously so much stuff going on in the world. You know, and adjacent to it, <laughs> which is like it's hard to like even keep up. So I've literally just put corona on a back burner. Obviously, I'm conscious I was trying to, you know, carry my mask and anti back and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, like what. What have you, like, where are you at with your corona thinking and stuff like that now? Like, what's, 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 what's the topic now? Because I really don't know, bro. You know, um, it's interesting you say that because I've actually been kind of, like, in contact with a few people and, um, you know, finding out what, what, how they felt about it. And a lot of people have felt quite similarly to you, you know? And for me, it's... Strange because that's quite frightening for me, someone that has actually been, you know, going out of my way to pay attention. Because let me not lie to you and say that the information is easily available and that our government has been providing it to us readily and that they've been giving us the whole story. Because if I did, if I was to say that, you know, I'd be lying. Yeah. You know, we call it COVID-19, but we don't really, that's not even its actual name. Wow. It's a brand. COVID-19 is actually a brand term. It's like saying something is night. But is it calling it trainers? Because remember when the Ebola virus was going on, they called it Ebola to, mm -hmm. to give it a more African name, an African uh, identity almost. But they called it COVID-19 to give it almost like, okay, it's a world pandemic, whatever. But it's like, because it's more of a, okay, it's affecting Africa and stuff, but because it's more of a, a, a global pandemic, mm -hmm. we're going to call it COVID-19 because it doesn't, doesn't implicate anyone, even though Trump calls it the China virus. Exactly. But, exactly. Know, so COVID-19 is basically another kind of name, like the China virus, yeah. essentially, but to kind of stray away from its the origins, I guess, and not give it a, a racial heritage, yeah. unlike how the, the WHO, the World Health Organization decided to treat Ebola. Yeah. You know, they tried to yeah. decide to treat Ebola as though it was something caused and created by the genetics of the African people. I mean, they tried yeah. to insinuate that. So, anyway, let's not speak on that too much because no. we want to really get down to the fact that the yeah, name of COVID-19 is actually SARS-CoV-2. You know, which is not that hard to say. SARS-CoV-2. Yeah. It's not that. COVID-19 is a bit harder to say. Yeah than SARS-CoV-2. Uh -huh. So let's call it what it is, isn't it? It's a form of SARS, yeah? 
and that's something that basically affects how you breathe. You know, so I think when people get a chance to understand its name, you can then have to see why we have to wear face masks and why we have to protect the air we breathe because this disease directly affects breath and air. COVID-19, that name doesn't suggest that. It kind of just suggests a vague kind of entity that almost affects your blood more than it affects your air. You would kind of be under that. So, so yeah, just for our listeners, you know, and... um. Yeah, so there's been quite a few interesting updates. Um, I'm sure some of our listeners will have heard of mentioned this in the in our past podcast. But um, yeah, so they've been talking about vaccinations. Yeah, that's been big, big talks. Have you heard anything on that, bro? Last time I heard about vaccinations, it was two French doctors or scientists speaking about the vaccination needs to be tested in Africa. Yeah, and I just remember being livid when I heard that. I was vexed. I was like, "What do you mean tested in Africa?" Myself and my uncle Didier Drogba. Didier Drogba was vexed as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he went on Twitter and he was like, oh, "Instagramming like, listen, like, you learn this to stop talking this Africa talk about look, Africa isn't a fucking testing ground for you to test your your um, you know man-made un un untested untested uh, vaccines on. Like, we're not bloody monkeys for you to test it on us." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that was the last yeah. time I heard about the vaccines. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, so I've been I'm trying to keep up to date and I've heard various talks mainly about people saying and coming out saying that everybody must have a vaccine, that it's going to be something that's going to be, you know, com- like um, compulsory for everyone. But I've mainly heard that in like in Britain. It's not necessarily been the talks all over all over the world. I've heard that in mainly Britain and America have been talking about that and that kind of things. But I've noticed that other people have been saying other things and double downing on the non-pharmaceutical precautions having much more of an effect in reducing transmissions and reducing and actually putting a stop pretty much to the spread of um, SARS-CoV-2. You know, that's what other other countries have been saying. But the UK and um, America mainly, especially England and London, in terms of the UK, have been saying that everybody must get a vaccination. So they're trying to push this agenda, but it's not something that has been approved yet or a law hasn't been made saying that. But I think Trump and Boris are going to go for making that kind of law. That's how it's yeah. looking. That's how it's looking. But it's, it's, it is really interesting, and I will go further and give a bit more reference to why I say other people are saying other things, including like a lot of scientists. So, cool. So on vaccinations, the general, the director general of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom Jesus, I hope I said his name wrong. Like yeah. he condemned on Monday the sixth of April. This is what he termed this. What he condemned racist remarks made on French television about testing on, on a, a new vaccination against coronavirus in Africa. You know, the WHO director, you know, made reference to the uh, references from from an interview that you can find on YouTube. You know, he said, like, obviously, a couple of scientists, he said, he said the testing ground for new vaccinations will be Africa. That's what these scientists said. So reckless yeah. and dangerous and violent. Very it violent. goes again to, you know, give evidence for kind of like the French ruling class view of yeah. Africa, that yeah. kind of old school Africa is a testing ground for new vaccinations. Like, to put it in perspective, yeah, it's, 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 it's atrocious. Especially when the infection rate in Africa and the death toll in Africa is significantly lower yeah. than that of Europe, America and Asia. 
Africa has you know, dealt with this virus better than any other continent in the world. Africa's kept this virus, uh, uh, kept the death toll, like you said, to a minimum. It's controlled the virus with limited resources. Facts. You know, this country spent billions on PPE, uh, inadequate PPE, yet the death toll is still the highest of that in Europe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, you just can't, like... Wow. It, it, it shows you can't throw money at it. It's that Pep trying mm-hmm. to win the Champions League at, <laughs> at Man City. Throwing, you can't throw money at certain things. It comes with efficiency. Yep. Efficiency. Speak on it. Um, uh, preparation. Uh, preparation. Speak on adequate it. Adequate planning, which is preparation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, like, it comes with all these things, and yet this country was unprepared for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a first world country first world well again even the first world third world stuff is all bullshit but you know a <laughs> but country, like, themselves, yeah, a country you know? like that to dub themselves like, the yeah, first world self dubbed um, um, uh, in all aspects essentially yeah. have been caught lacking basically they've been caught slipping and they they get and, and now they're suffering more than the place where they're saying that they're going to test out the vaccinations when people are not even sick there, they want to bring us, they want to import a sickness in a man made form yeah. to another continent who's dealing with this natural sickness in the right way. Yeah. Make people sick and then see if they recover, Is basically. They, uh, That's oh. what testing a vaccination really looks like. You take an infection that was natural, go to a lab, add your man made shigamijigi, juju, yeah. take uh, higgy, it to that, that land and test it on healthy people and hope that their immune system fights it off. Then you take their blood. And then make a new vaccination out of it. It's literally vampire, like horror movie shit. Yeah. That these that these French. I am, I am legend shit. You know that, you, that these French scientists suggested, and that if these French doctors who are to name, you know, Camille Lotch, who is from Inserum, which is the French National Institute of Health and, Med- and Medical Research, he is from there. He speaks and represents them. Yeah. yeah? As in the French National Institute of Health and Medical Research. This man represents them and he's saying this about yeah. Africa. Yeah. What else is anybody else saying on their table, on their level? You know, he was then joined by Jean-Paul Mira, who's the head of intensive medicine and intensive care unit at Paris's Cochin Hospital. He's the head. The top persons are saying these comments. So you can't now say, oh, it's miseducation. These people are of the highest education in France in their field. So if it's miseducation on the highest level, can you only imagine what's going on there? You know, at the, at the lowest levels. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Honestly, like, it's... it's and, yeah. and, you know, I'm getting all of this information from Euronews.com. You can go, and go online and see this on Euronews.com. You know, because obviously Euronews.com is reporting things that we're not seeing on BBC.co.uk. Or Sky News or whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying? News outlets. Yeah. You know, and I'm just so happy that, you know, the Director General, Tedros, yeah, shout out him. He mm. came out and said, Africa cannot and will not be the testing ground for any vaccine. We'll follow all the rules to test any vaccine or therapeutics all over the world using exactly the same rule, whether it's in Europe, Africa, or wherever, he said. Which to me is a bit vague, because still I think Africa shouldn't be at all tested because of how well they're dealing with it. And it seems that the main place in Africa which is really suffering from COVID is actually South Africa, yeah. which has the majority, which is where the majority, which has... Well, it has the largest white population. Exactly, in, in, Africa. in Africa. Yeah, to put it that yeah. way, yeah. So let, let's put let's keep that 3,000, 3 trillion buck. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So 
let's keep that ultra two Virgils. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know because ultra. that's why Africa has cases. South Africa has more than half of the cases in Africa. Yeah. More than half that's with six hundred thousand. That's get me? crazy. A population of a billion people almost. Or you know? From more than a billion people. You know? And half those cases are in South uh, Africa. Are just in South Africa. And, and, and yeah, I'm trying to say so. Obviously, uh, like, you know, it shouldn't be tested there at all, you know? And then and, and for those cynics that say, oh, but Africa aren't testing uh, widely or properly, let's, let's keep it a buck as well. This country, England, have been te- poor, poor with their tracking hmm. tracing poor with their testing mm-hmm. i don't even think 10 percent of the nation's been tested yet Facts. so let's keep that but um over the pond your their, their president is saying that <laughs> if we don't test people the, well, the, the now, numbers will increase you know what well, i see the logic but what kind of fucking bullshit hey, imagine you, their leader their, you know yeah. oh if we don't test no one the numbers won't rise oh my so let's God. let's 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 not bring up that rhetoric of Oh, right. Africa's African testing. testing and thing. We're testing at a better rate in Africa than what's happening in in Britain and in um, in the USA. I mean, you heard what the the USA leader has said, you know, you know. So, so yeah, it's quite, it's quite, it's 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 it's, it's very very weird, you very know. Weird. It's strange times, especially me bringing this information, like us bringing this information. Yeah, so it's very weird, especially. The news made us do this, bringing this information forward, speaking about you know how vaccinations are looking right now in yeah. terms of the fact that in the UK and in America they're really trying to make bring a policy around that everybody must be vaccinated, which yeah. is curious when in China they're saying otherwise and in other countries they're saying yeah. otherwise where they're having where they are actually dealing with it better. They're saying the use of non-pharmaceutical systems work much better than the use of vaccinations. That's what they're saying, according to the scientists. Even the British scientists are saying that, but they're still working for vaccination, which is interesting. And then the fact that these Western scientists are trying to also then say test these <laughs> vaccines in Africa is also interesting. So I know it's hard to find this information, but as you can see, it's quite important yep. that we stay aware of this. Because if we don't, then we won't realise what's happening on our own doorsteps. Because yeah. these are the top people in France. Yeah, The top scientists in France are are speaking out their ass here. And if we didn't have representation at the WHO, at the yeah. World Health Organization, and say, for example, it was, the World Health Organization was led by a French scientist, yeah. we know what they'll be doing right now. You understand what I'm trying to say? Which is why it's so important to have black representation in these in these bodies, which is why we're protesting still, and to go back yeah. to our BLM point, you know, why the movement is so important. This is it. This is all part of it's it. It's another it's example. All, it's, all, it's, all, it's all connected. It's all connected. Everything is interconnected. Facts. Everything. Everything's political. Everything's connected. Everything's political. Everything's connected, man. Yeah, so, you know, and once again, like, to double down on these on these points, like, obviously, at the moment, the global death toll of COVID is, is actually 814,000. 280 deaths so far That's crazy. as a as a global outbreak almost almost a million almost a million you know and they're currently 23 million 680 88,321 confirmed cases in 213 countries as of the 24th of august you know and like we said a lot of these cases are happening in america the usa in the americans lands Meaning that also in the South Americas, they're happening in Europe a lot, 
mostly as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them obviously initially happened in Asia. Yeah. But one thing that's remarkable about Asia is that their reports and transmission rate is, is almost nil. Yeah. Bro, you know Wuhan where the whole thing started? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the parties they're having mm-hmm. out there, bro? Mm-hmm. They're having like, like Project X type parties. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mad. It's literally like no pandemic was ever there or ever existed. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. That the fear mongering that you're getting from Western media is quite telling because mm-hmm. you're seeing the images of the country, the, the, the place where this whole thing started, living life like to say... And that's like know, eight months That's eight so. months, yeah. And they've controlled it. It's down. I think people are back to, you know, normal living almost. Essentially, yeah. They just can't, yeah. They just don't allow people from Europe and, um, yeah. and America to, to travel country. to the country and, without, and without, without doing things. So, so why that's important for why they're not allowing people to come in is because, like, according to, like, a group of scientists, you know, like Kathy Lung and their colleagues, you can um, also see this article on the Lancelot. If you search this on Google and re- Google their names... They've done an assessment based on like 10 cities and towns and they've kind of worked out that to, re- to reduce the, the transmission of, of SARS-CoV-2, aka COVID-19, significantly, the best thing that humans can do is actually put in form non-pharmaceutical safeguards. That means that they use behavioural practices, cleansing methods... Mm-hmm. And precautions were much more effective than Chinese medical trying to sell. Sorry, they use trying to sell medical products to citizens to to prevent the COVID nineteen spread. They said that it took it went from hundreds of thousands to mm-hmm. one minus one, basically minus one. By the way, when they use non pharmaceutical measures, behavioral measures to prevent the spread of COVID. That's why they have parties now, by the way, yeah. because of the use of non-pharmaceutical measures that means no vaccines is the cure yeah to the eliminated covid and they also found out that because of the way they've done this research this method works for not only people that are local and citizens of the area spreading but it also works for people that are traveling to and from places the methods they put in works for travel so people can still travel Without spreading COVID, but following the safeguards and measures. Yeah. So they've proven that, and they they they're doing that, and they're living that, and they're living their truth. And we had having pool parties, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm say. So it comes to beg us the question: Where is the response in Europe like that? In America like that? You know, in the other in the other countries that are led by the Western worlds, including like a lot of Asia, the other South Americans, South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know. Why aren't those places being able to take in those measures? Whereas the places that are more influenced by Asia, which kind of now is a lot of African places, yeah. is a lot of African cities. There's a lot of like Asian investment in yeah, the in, yeah, and like yeah. Yeah, they actually are seeing lower lower counts because yeah. they're putting in their Asia methods, including New Zealand, yeah. including Australia. Yeah. So it, you, it goes to see that this is not talking at your ass here. It actually is talking from the truth. So it's it's difficult to find this, but you can find this online this information you know yeah you just need to search you really need to dig out for this information um, and I don't know why they're making it hard for us over here when everyone seems to know the information hasn't been it's funny because it's only been transparent when they're discussing death tolls because I feel mm-hmm. like again getting back to it like I feel like people probably might not remember but 
the beginning of this stuff, it was literally every day, 200 people, 400 people, yep. 500. It was, it was like it a marker. It, it was almost like watching the voting but, come in exactly. or, or, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, watching an election. But we said, like, if they did the same thing with how many people contract um, other diseases or how many people die from, like, road traffic accidents every day, it will scare a lot of people for doing a lot of things. Cyclists. If you told people how many cyclists die every, every day, every week in this country... People like, oh, even motorists, motorists, everything. You probably think, right? You know what? Cycling probably driving is not mm-hmm. the one. So it's, it was scaremongering. I think okay. even more motorists die than cyclists. Th- you're, you're, probably yeah. right. you're probably right. Uh, but another thing I was thinking though is that so cool with this vaccine as well. Over a hundred and thirty different um, research groups uh, come up with different uh, factors. Are, are trying to you know come up with a vaccine. Yeah. Obviously, here more famously, Oxford University. In America, as a big, uh, I think it's a pharmaceutical company called Moderma. Yeah. Um, Didn't Trump give someone money to start this doing is that? It. And this is where it becomes even more sinister and stuff. If, if we follow the money, it's all very like lots of billions here and there. But yeah. You're thinking, wow, what's this? What is bi-? again? If you don't know, you don't know type vibe. But um, uh, so yeah, 135 different you know people are trying to come up with a vaccine. So, you know, and they're trying to implement... Bill Gates is chairman in it oh, as well. I don't want to get to, uh, get onto Bill Gates and his wife, Melinda, because honestly, that's just another discussion, though, but I don't want to get into that. But, um, you know, so it, it just makes you think, okay, cool, so 135 different products. Of course, we live in a capitalist society, so there has to be options and there has to be range. Um, it leads you to think, so cool, which one is the adequate one? Which one is the one that actually works? Um... We know already that the death rate or the chances of dying from this disease are qu- are actually quite minimal mm-hmm. in 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 what they so say quote unquote a healthy human being. It's people that have the uh, underlying health issues, some some worse than others. Mm-hmm. And we've had we've heard some anomalies of people dying um, who are who are quote unquote fit and healthy. But mm-hmm. I've always said the biggest issue with this virus is you're gonna get people that are gonna die. That have never been tested for having any health issues, if that makes because sense. Because they've been deemed fit and healthy. Because, in particular, men, young men, probably go to hot to get checkups and stuff less than uh, our female counterparts, uh, elderly, um, uh, you know, children, etc., etc. When's the last time you went for just a regular checkup? Yeah. Just to see what's that like, your whole system like women go for checkups regularly for you know female female um female based yeah, causes causes wherever. And obviously sometimes then they go for other checkups, etc. etc. Human but, based. Yeah. But men not um but men not necessarily. So, you know, you, you could get a man that's then deemed to be healthy but then has an under, underlying heart murmur and he dies, you're like, Oh my gosh, such and such died from whatever whatever. Um uh, yeah, but I say that to say that, you know, with all these cooks trying to come up with a, a, a vaccine, essentially, it, it, it makes you think, like... Why are they this, working together? Have, well, this is it. Well, this is it. We're, we're, we're never going to get a, a, a whole global nation to work together on a global pandemic, on a global issue. But that's weird, though, because it's if it's really weird. a global pandemic and that we've created a World Health Organization, you, get the you would then think that you'd get the best together. from every nation, like, like you're playing the World Cup. You know, yeah. you would think that that system was created so that we would be able to facilitate the best coming together to come up with a vaccine. But clearly... They don't want to do that by choice because they have the choice to do that because 
in nations like China, where there's a billion people, and Africa, where there's more than a billion people, like India, where there's more than a billion people, like, you know, all over the world, where there's lots of people, they still come together from different provinces, which is like different nations come together, because they don't even have the same customs. Like, please, think about it, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, just to come back to England, London particularly, where the death rate in the UK is really compelling, honestly. The death rate in London is compelling compared to the death rate around, you know, around the rest of the UK. Yeah. You know, the measures that are being taken in Scotland, for example, in the schools, are totally different from the measures that are being suggested to be taken in, in England and in London specifically. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's quite wild. Like, it's quite wild what's going on, what's going on in London. Because, as you can see... You know, and as they've been releasing regularly, they've been releasing it like it's been top of the pops, their policy. This yeah. Tory government, this flip-flap Tory government have been releasing policies like it's been top of the charts. They've been saying, you can do this one week, then the next week they're saying, no, 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 come back. It's been higgy hagger. Even though the rest of the world is obviously taking it right. Why don't they just do the same thing? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So, obviously, because of the lack of leadership from the Tories, we've seen a rise in illegal raves you know yeah a rise in legal rave but no rise in tested so right now because of the relaxation of the of the um that the the kind of policies the Tories have made and people have relaxed and kind of taken it easy and been kind of pushing the boundaries and the lack of people getting tested yeah like we don't even know how much damage has been done and the risk of a second wave, which is not a risk, there will be a second wave because winter is coming. This yeah. ain't no Game of Thrones reference. This means that when it gets cold, humans have a weaker immune system. So you get sicker quicker and you recover slower. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a fact of life. I'm sorry to burst your bubble if you didn't know or if you're having any trouble trying to understand what they mean by a second wave. This ain't no Mexican wave fun kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real deal people especially elderly if you have vulnerable people please 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 from autumn now just stop it just don't risk it because you will kill them you will kill the people you love if you continue to follow this tory government's guidelines you know you know and i know that humans obviously crave social interaction so much that evidently you know they're willing to risk their lives but please don't risk the lives of people that you love in advertently thinking that you're cool because you listen to any form of drill music or whatever and I'm really do I'm talking to my younger generation because it really is the people caught between being 18 and and in their early 20s and mid 20s that are being and actually all 20s to be fair up to the even early 30s that are being caught being out and violating the rules you know what I'm trying to say and now and again they do bring their elderly folks with them and their infant folk with them because they're the ones that are responsible for them so please if you are between the ages of like i would say 16 to 33 please just be a bit more vigilant and aware that you will kill the people you love if you continue to you know break the rules and not follow the strict guidelines that, are, that have been set by 
you know, the Chinese government, <laughs> the, yeah. the New Zealand government, the Australian government, because I'm not going to say to you that the, the strict rules are being set by the UK government because the, the rules aren't strict. These rules are not strict. No, <laughs> so really yeah, so don't follow yeah. their rules. Follow the rules of the people doing the right thing, you yeah, know? that's true. It's true. And, and, and that kind of means wear masks all the time if you're in public spaces. Please wash your hands at least five times a day for 20 seconds. Sanitize with hand sanitizer on top of that five times of washing your hands. Don't meet in groups larger than six, please. And especially if you have the vulnerable people that you live with, don't meet in groups at all if you can. And if you are, wear masks. Please stop hosting parties. Celebrate online. House Party is still a good app. They're not plugging me or paying me, but they're still a good app. Meet up on there. Like, please, if you are going to date, sanitize, wear masks, be online first, trust yourselves, have some self-respect, yeah? Exercise regularly and don't stress yourself with exercise. Regular doesn't mean strenuous, yeah? Just be regular so that you can make your immune system strong, please, yeah? Practice breathing. Like, if you don't know what that means, Google it, because I'm not going to tell you anything more about that. Eat more food that is that are vitamin vit rich. Again, do your research. Sleep regularly for six to eight hours. Again, do your research. At the end of the day, all the news made us do this is saying to you is support your immune system. Yeah? Don't leave it to Boris Johnson because he's going to let you die. And if you're in Americas, don't leave it to Donald Trump because he wants you to die too. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, yeah, that's the COVID update, yo. Corona, Corona. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Feels great to be alive today. It does. Thank God, every day. Okay, thanks. So, um, we've been joined by um, two guests. Yep. Would you like to introduce yourself, please? Ahim and Caesar. And um, Ahim and Caesar, uh, what, what do you do? So, a business owner for a company called MindState, also part of the blood operations as well. Amazing. And um, what is MindState exactly? MindState is more like a lifestyle clothing brand, talking about dictate who you are. Pretty much luxury feeling, being a source. Nice, nice. Sounds like something the culture could really do with. <laughs> I think so as well. But we see what happens right now. It's on a journey at the beginning. We've got a campaign coming up in about October. So we're going to start getting the rules going through or now. Amazing. Could you please introduce yourself, please? Yes. <clears throat> um, I'm commonly referred to as Big Nige. Um, what I do at the moment. I've done a lot of things at the moment. I'm now a business owner myself, owner of a company called Stico, that started with my brother. Um, we did a, we opened an online food blog a few years ago and did a bit of e-commerce with Amazon, took a break. Now, now I've got um, a great deal with a, a client and now I've decided through that deal to start my own branded packaging company. So, yeah, so... Anyone's listening, they're running a restaurant, a cafe, and they need some good quality, affordable branded packaging. 
Well, now you know where to go. Unfortunately, it's also sustainable, the packaging you work That's with. Dope. So Very sustainable. It's great that it, it also looks after the environment. So, um, yeah, so catching up with, um, with Lex, we were, we were just wondering what the hell was has been going on with, oh, this, with the A-level results, you know, with Absolutely. the A-level results in the United Kingdom. Absolute mad thing. So the government last minute, literally, I think like 24 hours before the A-level results were due to be announced, decided that they were going to introduce an algorithm to basically predict or basically to never predict because these are the results that the kids were given um, last minute. So, for example, prior to that, teachers were told to give the, the kids a predicted uh, grade and that predicted grade was going to be their official grade. But the last minute, the government introduced an algorithm and then that changed a lot of people's grades. So let's say, for example, you're predicted three A's. The algorithm, if you're living in Peckham in a, one, in a single mother household, they'll put you down to three C's. Wow. If you went to a shit school, they'll put you down to three U's. Wow. Like, it just, it, it, it sounds mad, but this is what was happening. <laughs> they were choosing to kill, to kill people. And they literally children. said these things were based on where you lived, wow. what school you went to, all these things. Not, nothing to do with, you know, your previous academic achievement and stuff. So there's people that have had like four A stars at GCSE. Why didn't they want to consider people's previous academic well, this achievements? That would be the, the most basic thing. Or just take your, their teachers. What kind um, of smart machine doesn't consider people's well, previous they, achievements? This is what they said. This must be a smartest machine. They said they didn't want they didn't want their for teachers to over predict students, so that then in the workplace it will affect them later. So people that achieve good results pre, prior to yeah. to receiving their um, contaminated A levels, or yeah. contaminated due to contaminated. you know SARS CoV two, aka COVID nineteen. <laughs> that due due to that, they are saying that we should under prepare them, fail them, yeah. take strip away their opportunities for higher education yeah. in good institutions to better prepare them for real world work environment. Yeah. And they question when we mention systemic racism and systemic oppression of even the working class as a general yeah. population because they're targeting they're, they're using that kind of <laughs> system to grade like can you can you imagine how that would have affected you like i mean we were lucky enough to sit outside i could say lucky yeah but we, we sat our test i mean speaking of myself you know like i don't know that like, it's mad isn't it yeah, that's ridiculous i mean i'm all for using algorithms um someone who previously worked as a data scientist so when you first mentioned the word algorithm, I thought, well, that's quite intriguing. But when you said the criteria is for where they live, I mean, that's preposterous because, you know, I know people living in low urban, as people would yeah. say, areas. We've gone to Oxford and Cambridge. Yeah. You know, it's, it's people sitting here, that are, you know, their family members have yeah. gone to these establishments. So it's, just, it's really interesting. I wonder, I, I wonder who was behind um, the process, this kind of process of... of oh, it was the Tory government. It was the Tory government. It was the Tory it government. It was Boris Johnson and his and It was the Tory government. And uh, I mean, the... Yeah, that says a lot. I mean, says a lot. Mm -hmm. The Minister yeah. of Education, uh, I think his name David Williams or some nonsense. Like that. What makes you wonder why, who would have done that? Because, <laughs> you know... I, I mean, I, I'm just really curious because an algorithm is actually a good idea. But what's not a good idea is a criteria that was chosen. And that is very transparent. And the fact that you, as you said, because I, I previously used demographic um, 
insights in it. That is, you know, where do you live and stuff like that. So that is used in analytics. Oh, so you've used it yourself? I've used it myself, I quite I have, but I don't think any data scientist would use it in this context because I don't think it's relevant. Okay. So, that's why, um, so the actual application of the algorithm is irrelevant to this context? I mean, the algorithm and that specific criteria of where someone would live nice. because the, the object of this algorithm is, is for them to uh, correctly predict um, students' grades, right? Yeah. And I don't feel like where you live determines your grades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really like, what data scientists think. I yeah, think he, was, he must have been listening to Drill because yeah. he, they're kind of saying, yeah. if you're caught lacking in these ends, yeah. your Maybe. grades are going to get dipped on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And clearly, they've been Facts. dipping and dabbing with these grades, cutting it up, pressing these grades, selling it to the streets. Yeah. It feels like the crack academics, but using grades. It's crazy. You know? It's, yeah, it's mad. It <laughs> Maybe they looked at the uh, students' um, Music choice, and then <laughs> yeah, Spotify, yeah, oh, drill, yeah, so they, to drill, yeah, then it must mean they that, must mean they yeah. get three Ds, yeah, that's it, yeah, because clearly they're, they're, they're drilling more than in the classroom, yeah, yeah, bro, big, 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 <laughs> yeah, to say. I have a son, so having a son, I'm thinking like where I'm gonna live, mm. that gonna determine like how's he gonna get his good grades, or do mm. I have to think about. Already, he's already going to be a black kid. So being mm -hmm. black and you know where you live, should you have to deal with all those like extra mm -hmm. obstacles, mm -hmm. obstacles in like mm -hmm. life already? So for mm -hmm. me, that's long. But then two, this is why I made like mind state as well to dictate who you are. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's a situation like this where you don't have to be black. Just anyone from a poor community, I guess, mm -hmm. or area. unsupported community, or unseen community, a community that's ignored. Yeah, mm -hmm. like of course, like now they're saying you got to fight even more for no reason. Like he might be the smartest guy. And now, because of where you live, you go from gone from going like getting like for say six A stars mm -hmm. to only like two. You don't even get A stars. Apparently, they drop A stars all a the way stars. down. So you go from six A's mm. to what two B's. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now you all know. Go to a different college or a different mm. school. That changes your whole life. Yeah. After mm -hmm. sixteen, yeah. changes who you can yeah. meet and yeah. who you can befriend. Hundred percent. Because fortunately, youth is still more innocent than these old these old men that are actually deciding these rules. So. Who people can meet is still very relevant. Yeah. You know, and like you said, you have a son who's in the world now. And, you know, obviously having that extra pressure as a parent, as a new parent, as a business owner. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit crazy because now I have to think about, oh, where do I want to live? Mm -hmm. Or like, but I want to make sure that I live in the area where it's mixed up. Because mm. mm -hmm. I feel like as a black boy or any colour, you need to see someone yourself who's doing well. So it's not mm -hmm. just about seeing someone playing football or mm -hmm. playing sports or being being a movie star yeah. or being an artist or entertainment pretty much. Mm -hmm. You need to see like, oh, the local business guy, it's a, yeah, he's making peas. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you want to say. So he, he looks at peas. Yeah. 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 He looks at me. So we make, oh, no, I don't have to sell food yeah. for the guy like the guy who sells food like, okay, he's got it. Mm -hmm. But that's the only guy who does it like a quote unquote normal way mm -hmm. to make it work for them. But if you see like, oh, okay, we've got five business guys who are black, mm -hmm. it's more motivational for you. So yeah. for me, it's like, I don't want to dictate where I live now based on, for him, for school, mm -hmm. and then take away the opportunity where he's going to be around people who might not look like him. Yeah. So we know how things at school start saying ignorant stuff. Mm -hmm. You start mm -hmm. doing what you want to do. Okay. And like, for me, like, you know, as a parent, yeah, you can go down there and do what you want to have to do. Mm -hmm. But in the day, you don't want to have to do it all the time. So... I think it's better to surround him with people like 
that just looks similar to you. Not just only I black agree. people, but like even Asians, mm. yeah. mixed, all cultures, so mm. that you just know like, okay, but if you're just surrounded by one group, mm. sometimes mm. the way you look at life or how you feel, your confidence can go down. And mm. the day confidence mm. is key. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I agree, 100%. Especially, especially in this world, you know. And yeah, man, like, the Tories seem to have got us also into a recession, you know. And this this must be kind of uncertain times for everybody. What's the figure they're saying that we're in recession? In? Um, I'm not too sure. You Do know, think I think two trillion, two trillion, two trillion. What have they been doing with their accounts? <laughs> and never do the F. Because <laughs> I swear their lives are getting Bro. better. I swear they're making billions of pounds still. Bro. So how is the how Bro. are how are the people in debt when there's more billionaires than ever? So more how, than ever how are this British recession. people in debt? Why are everyday British people in debt now? Because that's what it means when you're in a recession. It means that mm-hmm. everyday British people are in debt. It means their taxes are paying off debts by that the, the, the government who's managing our, all our money has made mm-hmm. for us. You know what I'm saying? So, so okay. our government has put the British people themselves in how much trillion debt? Two trillion, apparently. While they are making billions. Yeah. So yeah. how does that make sense? Are they doing they're F? still getting richer as well. Are they doing fraud? Wow. Because my man's doing billions and doing holidays. I'm talking about Boris. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've seen his Instagram pictures. He's well, gone You know, he's a bit more flyer than Hush Puppy uh, on Instagram these days. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a new Hush Puppy in town. You know? You know, Fredo said it right. They're the ones doing crime. And there's laws yeah, the are tailor made. They'll yeah, never pick up a tailor bra- a tailor bra- bla- um, a razor blade, <laughs> or they'll touch up a kid. It's so true. Yeah. You know. You know. So, yeah, someone's son. You know, there's a whole Netflix documentary about this guy. Yeah. Oh, sugar. Yeah. There is. Someone's son. Um, I don't want to, you know, say in case, you know. But there was a protest outside their home. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Facts, 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 yeah. facts, facts, facts. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a whole documentary of. Of somebody's son, yeah, uh, yes. you know, doing yeah. exactly what Freda's, Freda's talking about. Yeah. Laws are tailor made; they will never pick up a razor blade, yeah. but they're quick to pick up a child. Yeah, and they're Crazy. doing. It's actually even madder because they're doing trafficking. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're taking little children and flying yeah. them around the world. Yeah, in small yeah. containers, just not be, underage adults. Yeah, like children, ch- actual like six-year-olds. Imagine cooks and suits, man. Yeah, you know, when you're six, when you're fifteen, you're children, man. They're children, like. This is a film. And While we're in a recession as well. Yeah. So not only are they taking our money, but they're taking out the British kids. Well, why yeah. do they do this? I don't know. For their pleasures. Because they're sick. Bro, it's disgusting. The, the deeper you go into this stuff here, you think, what the kind of world we live in? Like, and it's all on Netflix. So I'd rather not even speak about what's yeah, actually yeah. happening. I'd rather everyone just watch it on Netflix or YouTube yeah. because I can't even begin to start actually graphically mentioning this on our channel because our channel is about joy at the end of the day and I think even going in deeper than that, even though we do go on, on deep subjects, this is just the yeah. deprivation of society, you know. More billionaires, yet all the people are in debt because of the management of our money by the government, the Tory government who's been managing our money for the last 10 years. And you know what's coming next now, don't you? What's that? Our favourite word. What's that? Austerity. Austerity? It's going to even be worse. They're bringing back austerity as well. Of course they're going to bring it back after this. After two trillion pounds in debt and this eat out to help out stuff, we're all thinking, oh, this is great, 50% Mm -hmm. of food and stuff. You know what's going to come next. You think they might bring back austerity, so they're going to kill more people by austerity as well. After COVID and austerity, double, double, two pandemics at the same time. What, do you think they're still going to kill the NHS off while we're in a pandemic? It's slowly going to get sold off. While we're in a pandemic, wow. they're killing our health service. Don't forget we're due to leave the EU on the 31st of December. 
after that, wow. it's fair game, boy. Whatever goes, goes. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's interesting, boy. It's going to be interesting. But what's also interesting is, like you mentioned, Eat Out to Help Out is the business support that's becoming available. Yeah. You know? And I was just curious to know if you, if, if any of you have benefited or are trying to benefit from any form of business support. Definitely. So for myself, I've been benefiting from the bounce back loan, as well as just getting more support support loan as well from Prince Trust. So as a new business, it's been a good time and a bad time. Obviously, now you know consumers are going to spend less money. Um, you got to be careful in terms of what you have to advertise. But in a good way, it's a good time to learn. Um, you get to see the new trends. You get to see the new spending habits that's going to happen now for the next year or two so it gives me more of a concentration of where i want to go in terms of growing the brand and actually just introduce, introducing it as like a lifestyle mm. so i feel like that's going to connect more with the people and when they understand where where things are about i feel like with the loans it can help you more than take away it depends how you want to see the situation mm. but also my e-commerce business as well so i don't have to worry about the necessary Overheads. Overheads yeah. cost too much. That's true. And, yeah. you know, if, if you don't understand this kind of language being used, please feel free to um, let us know and we'll try and break it down further and we can also reference you to read in. Um, obviously, I'm not too much of a fan of him personally, as a personal person, but the, for the information he's provided, I recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad being read, you know, because it just it helps to allow financial literacy, which is um, what we can see our our friend human is 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 very literate and you know and because he did mention as a as a safeguard it depends on how you use your loan mm -hmm. please realize it is a loan and you will have to pay this back so being financially literate and having a plan is going to be key here like a great man once says with great power comes great responsibility mm -hmm. you know, shout out uncle ben <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know and yeah and then um, has anything else been benefiting? Benefiting? Yeah, I've also um, I um, embarked on the Prince's Trust program at the start of the pandemic. So uh, usually, uh, so what this program is is a it's a business enterprise course. It's for anyone who is interested in starting a business or has been trading for under a year and they're aged between eighteen to thirty. Um, so yeah, I, um. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but let's just say I had to apply real quick. So yeah, jumped on that. Um, sorry. And then, um, yeah, so jumped on that. And then, um, yeah, I jumped on that in March. So that's been going well. And that's a, also a loan. So what happens is you, you, you get assigned a mentor, you go through this course, you meet other people. Well, I couldn't meet them because of COVID. So we e-met. And... Um, yeah, it's really good. We we uh, have talks. We receive talks from our other budding entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and people that have done well in business. And yeah, I'm signing a mentor after that. And right now, I'm doing my business plan. And the whole point of it is, at the end of the process, there will be like a Dragon Den style sort of uh, pitch where you pitch your business. And uh, if you, well, you will win, obviously, because by the time you get to that stage, they would have deemed your business. Um, viable, but then yeah, you he, uh, he can be awarded a five grand loan. So <clears throat> I bounced on that, um, and yeah, I'm doing that at the moment. But then my good friend, um, the CEO of Mind State over here, um, informed me about the coronavirus bounce back loan. So yeah, I'm about to start that now. The problem is I'm quite new 
in this business or I haven't even got a business bank account, so I'm sorting that bit out first. So yeah. More 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 keys, more free keys. Dope, You know? And um yeah, another thing that um I, that's been kind of like kind of like predominant in this um, movement for um that has come out arise through this unique situation we're living in now is um Black Pound Day. Yeah, Black yeah. Pound Day. Yeah. Started off from one of the best rappers, I think, personally, in the UK, Swiss. Um, all of us must remember Swiss Cry, iconic tune. One of the best songs come out come out from these British hours. Um, yeah, so Black Pound Day is basically an initiative to encourage people to spend black. Um, as a solution-based approach to support the growth of the UK black economy as a direct and peaceful response to the systemic racism that we face. So we know the system that we live in, the only way to really respond, unless we have you know, tanks and guns and stuff, which we don't have, the only way we can respond to it is to spend our money with our people, to build up our economy, build up our, our neighbourhoods, build up our families. Um, and yeah, and then eventually you will be, we'll have enough uh, money, to, to we believe we'll have enough money floating within our communities that we don't need to be going to banks that are stingy on giving loans to young black entrepreneurs or or mortgages to young black couples or or you know things of that nature um so yeah black pound day they've had two black we've had two black pound days so far um the next one is on the 5th of september so it's like two in two weeks two weeks from today whenever we're going to release this um and yeah it's dope like literally it's you know it's whether I'm buying a a, a tracksuit from Mind's Day Apparel, that's spending black as opposed to buying one from Nike or Gucci or Adidas or whatever, um, you know, sustenance food's important. So buying our food from black-owned supermarkets, food stores and stuff. If you look hard enough, you'll find them. You know, you look hard enough, you find them. Hold that cinnamon leaf in Tottenham, a new black suit black supermarket. Uh, yeah, incredible. Hold tight, Pasta Peas, a new um, pasta company, a new black pasta company. Dope. Really good. And, you know, one of the best things about um, Swiss, it was? Swiss, yeah. Yeah, Swiss. like, I mean, he wasn't my favourite UK artist. Personally, mine is, is still gigs. But... Um, <laughs> I think my favourite UK artist. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, but I do, he started to become one of my favourite ones because, <laughs> I say this because, how artfully that he that he's engineered this movement has been phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely, because Black Pound Day is working. And we're seeing a massive growth in insight and consciousness amongst a lot of black entrepreneurs and small black businesses. And we're starting to see a lot more black businesses working together, doing enterprise, marketing together, doing a lot of collaborations and making real, like, real business groups, which is where success lies in business groups. So. Honestly, Swiss has done this artfully. So, yeah, he's one of the best artists for me, but it's because of the way he's artfully created this movement. And I started this since January 1st, 2020, which is when they um, first blogged their, their mission statement on the blackpoundday.uk webpage. So, yeah, it's been a great day. Thank you, everybody. Hope you're having a great day. Stay healthy, stay safe, sanitize, wash your hands. And remember to love and love yourself.
Look at what the summer done.